0: The bottom line bombs on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game mods, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100 and get $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Backslash WinBet. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com. Backslash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Now play that approved. Techno music, everybody. Hey. All right. <laughs> well, I'm already coughing and late. Sorry, guys. Thank you for joining us on YouTube here at the Bottom Line Bombs. Let's to see some comments. I was already waiting. I know. I'm getting text messages. I'm getting comments. I can't see a thing here. Good God. Because I have my degenerate classes, As you can see on YouTube, I have my... Um, I'm CJ Sullivan. I, by the way, I should say that as you can see in the logo, CJ Sullivan's bottom line bombs, NFL contest week, 13 picks. This is my uh, Paul Newman color of money. Look sort of if Paul Newman uh, <laughs> fast, Eddie was slow. Eddie really life really got away from him. If It was realistic, a realistic gambler, Paul and Paul. They don't look like Paul Newman. They look like me. That's how, uh, that's what fast Eddie would look like. <coughs> oh, man, this is awful. Good guy. And they sound like this too. Oh, anyway, welcome to the bottom line bombs NFL week 13. Thank you for joining me on YouTube and listening live. Um, this is the show each week. We give out five picks against the spread for the circuit contest. We use the circuit point spread lines. Uh, I use picks with bits for tobacco use only. Um, sometimes the bits are stronger than the picks. Sometimes the picks are stronger than the bits. We try to join them in a the world. We were uh doing bad last couple of weeks, and we were trying to win that booby prize, the quarterly last place prize. A lot of you joining me. Shout out to Alex. Out there's also trying to get it. When we went back to back one in four weeks. And then as soon as I recognize it, yeah, maybe I may should try to lose. And then I gave out nothing but winners. Not nothing but winners. We went five and three. <clears throat> two and one on Thanksgiving, and then three and two last Sunday. Because I needed to lose, the joke was on me. That's what happened. I even lost with joke bits too. I think. I think. I think the <laughs> we had Houston plus fifteen, which was our f- plus fourteen. And they lost by fifteen. Plus fourteen, they lost by fifteen. So they lost by one. Like, missed, by one. Didn't look good when it was thirty to nothing. Granted, okay, not a good play. <laughs> <laughs> but then they tried to do it a great back door, and they would have. Oh, they lose by thirteen. I forgot that. They went for two. If they just would have made one of those two point conversions, one one time they threw it to a tackle eligible that Larry Tunef guy or whatever the guy the Dolphins drafted. Remember, he had the gas mask on full of weed, bong gas mask, whatever his name is. He went to the miss. Then he was cut for the Texans. So the Texans thought it'd be a funny bit if he caught a two pointer against Miami. Hey, it's your, it's your old team. Put on that, they can do that gas mask dance. So I'm losing the bits. That's what I feel like I'm doing. Doesn't matter. Anyway, so we'll get into five more uh, bombs this week. Our Texans are going to reel their head again because they're always in there with the bits. Uh, we're going to break down Indy Dallas, Washington Giants game. Cincy. KC's a big one. Houston, of course, Jacksonville, Detroit. A lot, a lot of games. We have a man in a box segment. Going to involve Phil Spector. Trust me, all this, all this will come together. For sure, we're taking a real we're taking a world tour, like Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham doing his tour, flying uh, to Dallas and the Giants and all these games. <laughs> when he got removed from a flight, that was a story. Let me read that story. That was fun. I I, I sided with Beckham on that one because these flight these these airlines are getting out of hand. Listen, we get. We get it's not, it's not cool up there. There's a lot of tempers being flared, but the tempers are because of what the airlines are doing. So they have us kind of turning against the flight attendants, flight attendants against us. They pack us in like sardines or charging. Flying's horrible now. It's because of these airlines. I don't want to get too into it. I'm already getting man in a box Sean, but well, let me read the story real quick about Odell Beckham. Officers from Miami uh, Police Department were dispatched for a medical emergency at the American Airlines flight. The flight crew was concerned for a passenger. As they tried to wake him to fasten his seatbelt, he appeared to be coming in and out of consciousness. prior to Yeah, so what? He's hungover. He's drunk. Leave him be. His seatbelt. Fuck off. Put it on for him if you're that concerned. He appeared to be coming in and out of consciousness. Yeah, it's called sleeping. Leave the fucker alone the fucker (laughs) fearing that Mr. Beckham was seriously ill and his condition would worsen through the expected five hour flight. The attendants call for police and fire rescue. What fire rescue. Odell Odell Beckham. God forbid he has a few drinks. He's taking a a little nervous for a flight in and out of consciousness. Next, you know, fire rescue and cops are on the plane telling you to get off. What? Yes, this flight attendant was very concerned for your well-being. He said he's responsible for two hundred souls. They take themselves so fucking seriously, these flight attendants. My God, what are you, what are you gonna do? There's a medical murder They act like they're trained doctors too on a flight. Well, we have to be. This hits home because I once once removed from a flight. <laughs> it didn't go viral. and I thought it was going to. I was leaving Chicago. Beckham, uh, real quick. I'm Beckham. He was asked by the officer to exit. He did. Then he finally did. Once the cops around, he's like, okay, I don't want everyone filming me. I, this is exactly what happened to me. <laughs> I was leaving. I had a had a weekend in Chicago. That's that's what happened. So then uh, I wasn't even drunk, but I was pretty hungry. I, I didn't I didn't look great. I wasn't tip top. Okay. And it was just flight attendant. He, that's what he said. I'm responsible for a hundred souls. Are you okay to f- like, well, not okay to fly to plane, but I can sit in this chair and sleep till I get waking up in LA. That was the thing. They're like, we just can't we just can't have you land in a uh <laughs> in a city looking like you just came from Chicago. You that city can't handle, that's a soft city. They can't handle rough people like you coming out of there. Good God. Let me read some of these comments. I can't see any fucking comments, but there's Ken Barnard. There's a lot of people in there. Hello, shout outs to all these guys. Um, God, my vision is awful. That's why I wear these glasses. This is to protect. They don't do anything, but they make it worse. So I'm like, I like to make my vision even worse. Um, I should probably be watching this on YouTube. I should probably check this out on my phone if I really wanted to do it. If I really wanted to do it, a little face ID real quick. Um. Yeah, that's how I look at comments. But then it'll be a box inside of a box. Where was I? Oh, yeah. So then they removed me from the flight. So that, next thing you know, cops are on the plane. And I'm just hung over, sleeping. And this flight attendant called them up. And I'm like, "What? The, what is going on? I couldn't believe they're for me. I'm like, is this really happening? And people are starting to film, like, oh, okay. I'm going to be a viral guy removed from the flight. They take me off my shoes off. I'm holding up my shoes. I was ready to get in there for a sleep, you know. And there were Chicago cops. I understood. Do you want to go to a hospital? No, I don't want to go to a fucking hospital. I'm hungover. Okay, I thought he was funny. Anyway, it's going to cost you a thousand dollars. Just get off the flight. Anyway, I can't. So I'm for Odell Beckham. Being in and out of consciousness. As, I still get with that. We're responsible for 200 souls, is what this flight attendant told me. We're on Southwest. All right? There's no souls being saved here. That's long gone. Angels in the sky. His medical condition is going to get worse on a flight to Dallas. Take it easy. He's easy. Cheese Louise. Anyway. Let's, uh, let's do it. Let's do, um, I'm trying to get my, <laughs> I don't know how you do this. Yeah, people are on there. I want to, uh, I want to read the comments. I wanted to interact and read the comments. I want to do it. But instead I'll read some ad reads because that's mm-hmm. what I'm good at. I'm not even good at it. But And then we'll break down. So anyway, we'll come back. I gotta, I got to stop saying we'll come back like it's an ad break. It's not a break. Just an ad read. You're supposed to blend in like this is part of the show, like it's seamless. Like like these things are all these products are a part of my life, which they are. They're gambling products. So I just get up and look at those fucking things. This is insane. That's why you need a producer. What most radio shows have a producer that, uh, that filters through the comments and they tell them to you. But me, they throw them throw me in a box. You know, I go crazy. Every sports uh, talk radio guy, they, they want to be Howard Stern. So they get a news guy or a news gal, like Colin Coward. Colin Coward have like some smoke show model giving out the news. Joy with the news. That's what he says. He'll do he'll do some bullshit rant and go B- or take them. Joy with the news. And then the news is just another sports story. Like wow, that's not the news. All right, yeah, here's the news. No one showed up to Russell Wilson's birthday party. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Anyway, ready to win money and boost your odds? Win bets now live. Looking to get involved in all those states that I mentioned before the show. Getting the same game parlay, promos, odds. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamingpodcast.com backslash win So you know we sent you at sportsgamingpodcast.com backslash win to claim your free bet today. Wow, is there no more fucking reads? offer subject to change, terms and conditions at WinBet must be 21 or older, present in the state. Where you play through, WinBet is available if you have... <laughs> if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, and you do, as I say every week, call 1-800-522-4700. Maybe, I just have a C- Maybe you just have a CJ problem. I have a gambling problem. Can't get above 500. This contest is hard. Now I'm doing winners. All right. Here comes an unprofessional sip of Starbucks. We're getting into Starbucks late in life. That's a good thing, right? Just late in life get into this thing. Um All right. Let's get into uh let's get into the first pick, right? That was just the intro. Um Last night I got at Starbucks. I got They supposed to give me iced. <clears throat> this is so bad. I need a cough, but I need everything. Um, you they gave me a hot one, so I got a double for a mistake. So they give me ice, and I drank them both. It's a bad idea. Well, I'm like, That's an extra fucking six dollars. I'm gonna do it. Shouldn't have done it. It was like 8 p.m. too. I was wired. That's why this show is all over the place. I've been wired and I was writing these bombs. I mean, can you believe I write these things? I'm going to read the comments, I think, in between because because that's actually all the ad reads. I'm going to take a plan break. I'm going to go around the corner <laughs> and I'm going to read some of your comments in front of a TV. This is how I'm going to do this box. It's my own playpen box. So shout out. We're going to start right with the games. Shout out to Kyle Bowling again for my logo. CJ Sullivan's bottom line bombs. Thank you for coming up. And later on, we would do a man in a box segment right there. That's the man in the box. Back to the wide shot. All right. Let's start right off with Dallas versus Indianapolis. The line is 10 and a half. Huge, huge line. Um, Cowboys uh, coming off the Thanksgiving win versus the calls. Jerry Jones. In the news, there's a picture of Jerry Jones. First of all, Jerry Jones said... uh, that Odell, Beck- that Odell Beckham being removed from a flight, that would not um, affect if he's going to sign him or not. No shit. <laughs> no shit, Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones' planes run on scotch. Of course, he doesn't give a fuck if Beckham's drunk on a flight. And as well as he should. Also, he's in a lot of hot water now because of an old photo of him came out from 1957 of him uh, with all those fucking racists in Little Rock, Arkansas, blocking... He's just black girls from going to school from segregating. And there's all these white dudes, and there's Jerry Jones, his 15-year-old head. Um <laughs> LeBron James did a thing last night. He asked, Why, why, why in the media ask me about that? Ask me about Kyrie. Which, all right, LeBron. I don't to explain to you why Kyrie was your teammate. But I get it. You know, well, I did like the move that LeBron James did there, where he's like, I have a question for you guys. How come you didn't ask me about Jerry Jones' uh, racist photo? But you asked me about Kyrie. And then a the reporter started answering and goes, Hey, I don't want I don't want to hear your answer. I just want to no, don't don't talk. Don't talk back. I just want to throw that out there as my mic drop. This is my moment. It's my mic drop moment. It doesn't work if you answer the question and we have an actual conversation about it. So shout out to LeBron for that. But anyway, uh, another reason why LeBron was, is there was there a month anything more unsurprising than his photograph? Photograph of Jerry Jones at this fucking at the Little Rock. It's funny that like I, I mean, first of all, he's an eighty year old oil tycoon worth fourteen billion dollars. Uh, spoiler alert: he's racist. He's a bad person. Jerry Jones is a terrible person. Uh, he's not one of the good billionaires. Apparently, weird. He's one of the hundred percent bad billionaires. They're not all. They're not all bad billionaires no it's so funny I know he's in a racist photo but like he's in the famous racist photos that's Jerry Jones like he's a celebrity it was almost like the shining that photo of like <clears throat> when Jack Nicholson is you find out that photo of him at the end like he's always been the innkeeper for like 100 years or Forrest Gump <laughs> he's, Jerry Jones is just in different racist scenarios famous racist scenarios he's like <laughs> civil rights hoses. He's there in the background like, helping with the hose or he's, <laughs> he's at the diner, not serving, you know, whatever. I don't know. But imagine racist photos throughout the timelines and Jerry Jones's <laughs> younger <laughs> buzz cut head in all of them. Of course he's in all those photos. Cause he's Jerry Jones. He's the worst. Is there a when they show his booth, oh, good Lord, the games. I don't root for terrorists, obviously. Go America and soccer and all that. But if they if they ever needed a t- one specific target, I wouldn't mind Jerry Jones' booth during Cowboys. games. Watching him celebrate when the Cowboys score a touchdown is nauseating. I'm trying to think of other. Good racist, historically racist photos. Of Jerry Jones could be, could be in there. I mean, you could put them anywhere there and I would believe it. The fucking native American guys. When you guys screaming at them, like the white guys are screaming at the native Americans, how they're wrong. Put them in there. It's up and down the line. Emmett Till, whatever you, you, you get the point. <laughs> point is, it wasn't a shocking photo. And what did he say? Oh, I was just out of there, out of curiosity. Curious. Or you're you curious. You're curious what would happen if, I, <laughs> if your school got segregated. Oh, I was just curious if I could kill someone and get away with it. You could. You're a white in Little Rock, Arkansas, and you're a football player. Fucking horrible. Horrible. Per- Jerry Jones is a horrible person. That's what I'm trying to say. So they played the Colts this week. And the Colts, of course, just uh, they were a bomb. They lost the Steelers. Jeff Saturday finally had a moment where he uh, was a bad coach. And so he had to defend himself. They're driving down a score and he didn't call any timeouts. Those quotes were hilarious. I tell you what, he's blending in with the regular, with NFL coaches that with experience that way. Would they say the dumbest shit afterwards? It had to make no sense. He goes, yeah, I thought we had plenty of time. We weren't concerned at all. We had timeouts for afterwards. Afterwards, after what? After the game? You think he'd carry him over to... To this game, they should. That'd be fun. They had like 10 timeouts coming in this game. Wasn't concerned. And then everyone uh, said, yeah, that's the bad answer. So he came out the next day. and goes, yeah. All right. I wish I had a back. I wish I would have called timeout during third down. So uh, I'm, I'm being honest. <laughs> what he should say is when he's asked those questions, uh, Hey, how come you didn't call the timeouts Jeff Saturday? Or did you think about doing this? Well, um, I was, but also uh, I've never coached a football game before. So that's why I didn't do it. I've, I'm ne- I've never coached, ever. High school doesn't count. They hired me from TV. I was <laughs> I was making comments on ESPN, and now I'm a head coach on a Monday night football. I don't know what I'm doing. I let other people do it. That, that's why. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. It checks out. Makes sense. So with that being said, luckily this week, he's going up against Matt McCarthy or Mike McCarthy, Matt McCarthy, the old Packer coach. People hate Matt McCarthy. They think he's the, wor- his record's incredible, but they think he's the worst coach of all time. And I, I kind of agree. Uh, he should be able to outcoach co- Jeff Saturday, but 10 and a half is a lot. We're going to take uh, Indianapolis just because we can't, we can't back Jerry Jones this week. You got to be down for the cause. LeBron, and LeBron asks us, how come? Keep, let's keep that same energy. Let's keep that same energy when we're taking, taking the points like we did with the Giants That like we did with the Colts. So Indianapolis, plus 10 and a half, detonate that civil right bomb. <laughs> the Colts are racist, too. It's not like the Colts are for, down for the cause. hiring Jeff Saturday. was racist, too. But that's the NFL. They're racist. So now let's move on to Washington and the Giants. <clears throat> and then I'll go to the comments. I'm gonna after I'll do this bomb. And in my break, I'm literally gonna come around this table. I don't think for good, good podcasting radio and read some comments. Uh Washington versus the Giants, the second leg of Odell Beckham's. Come back tour. Should I, should I stay or should I go? First of all, don't back Don't go to, back to the giants. You can't go back to New York city. People have tried it. You, you live in New York for a while. You get it in your system. You move out of there. You don't go back. It's sad. You're not going to recognize it. You're not the, you're not the bell of the ball. You're not going to the Met Gala anymore. And having Lena Dunham complain that you didn't want to fuck her. That was a weird story. Um, he like, didn't even notice her. <laughs> didn't know what she's talking about. She wrote the thing. And she literally looked at me. Didn't look at me like I was a person to fuck. And I'm a person to fuck. Okay, Lena. Anyway, so this is uh Washington versus Giants NFC East, two teams with good records, but they're not two good teams. They're this is the fraud bowl. They are both frauds. Giants are frauds, Washington are frauds. But Washington's winning games in a row. And that's the difference. Washington believes in this fraud. See, the Giants fraud, they're starting to slip, so they're starting to stop believing in themselves. Washington, for better or for worse, believes in, believes in this bullshit. And the pro, and what it happened, what it reason why is uh, they have the key. Washington has a key to unite a locker room and rally, and that is Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is known as a oh, terrible teammate. So much of the teammates hate playing for him, but you can use it to your advantage. That's what Washington's doing. Carson Wentz automatically makes your backup quarterback a savior in like the most popular person. I'm not more than a popular person, everyone just loves him, rallies around him. Doesn't matter who he is. The Eagles made Carson Wentz made Jalen Hurts an MVP. Indianapolis, like, we don't care who it is. We love, we love the open market more than we love Carson Wentz. <clears throat> they got rid of Wentz, like, we don't we don't have a replacement. We'll find one. They didn't. It was Matt Ryan, but. So now Washington loves Taylor Hankey or Halen, whatever his name is, because he's not Carson Wentz. That's the only, and and it's like, well, what do you like about him? Well, he's not dumb Carson Wentz. We don't like, he's not a big, dumb redhead Carson Wentz. He doesn't throw the most insane interceptions you've ever seen. He doesn't try to punt the ball from his own goal line for a pick six. And Tyler Hankey, you watch him. He doesn't do anything good, but he doesn't do anything really bad either. He just wins. I like when people say, he just wins. Okay. Quarterbacks are not starting pitchers. But yes, they're winning games. So we're going to take them. um, Versus Giants. Although, it's tough. It's only two and a half. It's, uh, there is value, whatever the value, but see, the Giants, that's the problem with with Daniel Jones. They don't, they, He's not he hasn't been around he Daniel Jones is weird because he he keeps doing something just enough where you don't hate him every three or two, four games. He'll run for something, he'll do something like well, all right, I guess I guess he's not something and it helped. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's gotta get real dark there. Giants fans when he was draft Daniel Jones was drafted, they wanted him to draft Dwayne Haskins. R. I. P. Um and Dwayne Haskins was a bust. And then he literally died walking on a highway. So Daniel Jones is ahead of him in that game. So that's why the Giants GM's like, Hey, could have got the guy who died. Actually, probably better off. At least he could move on. Um. So kudos to Washington and Ron Rivera. Of course, my favorite uh, idiot coach, old riverboat, Ron Rivera, the guy who, uh, who's just flat out lies. He hates Carson Wentz. And then when they I remember when I asked him, when I went, like you hate Carson Wentz. And he's like, no, I don't. What do you say? I'm the guy that pulled out the sheets of paper pulled and out. looked at the analytics that watched the tape in the freaking when we were at Indianapolis, Indianapolis, I pulled out the sheets of paper and looked at the analytics. And like I said, anyone who pulls out sheets of paper is not looking at analytics. I know as a guy who pulls out sheets of paper, I'm the only analog guy here on the sports game and podcast network. I have clipboards. I have papers. I bring papers and passion every week to the bottom line bombs. Oh, man. Um, Riverboat Ron. R- r- they call him Riverboat Ron because he went for one fourth down 15 years ago. He hasn't gone for one since. But like, ah, Riverboat Ron, you never know what he's going to do. Yeah, you know, he's going to punt what he always does. Ah, he's Riverboat Ron, though. <laughs> It's kind of like when Todd Marinovich <laughs> keeps getting arrested, you know, as he hasn't recently, but Todd Marinovich, one of my favorite athletes, uh, bust quarterback for the Raiders in the USA. His dad was a psychopath and he would keep getting arrested. He was a drug addict and you know, sad story and all that, but they just kept reporting on it. Like X quarterback gets arrested for this, arrested for that. And he'd be like, all right, stop. And every time they were interviewed me, like, stop, stop reporting this. I'm not a football player. I haven't been a football player in years, and I wasn't even when I did. That's how they are with Rivera. Ah, right, riverboat run. What are you gonna? You gonna side at this? No, no, I'm not. I want to play it very conservative. That's what I always do because I'm a fucking blockhead. But he's our blockhead this week. He pulled out the sheets of paper. One more time for Ron Rivera I'm I, I, guy yeah. that pulled out the sheets of paper that looked at the analytics that watched the tape in the freaking when we we're at Indianapolis, Indianapolis. All right. We're going to take Washington minus two and a half over to giants because they don't have Carson Wentz playing. Okay. As promised, we are out of ad reads. So I'm going to take a, a 10 second break to come around his table and actually read some of your comments on the TV screen, because that's how the man in the box operates. This is going to make for great, great <clears throat> radio and podcasting. You ready for this? I'm going to yell to the microphones, to the walls. That was great radio and viewing on YouTube. Let me switch over. Thank you. Kyle Bowen. Who said he sent him over for some super coffee. There's the box. I probably should have went to that when I did it on around. And get these guys back on. But thank you, Dad. Cost with some zingers and Kevin, of course, Chicago Kevin, he likes to correct me every time I make a mistake. Listen, I don't give a fuck about what mistakes I make here. I'm saying Matt McCarthy or Mike McCarthy <clears throat> is the least of the mistakes I'm gonna make. Grammatically or whatever. Grammatically. Like I said, I'm in a box by myself. I'm a cross between Jim Rome and Alex Jones. And I don't care. And uh, what happened? I mean, you know, he just keep going. I told you that one time they tried to, <clears throat> they tried to corner Scott for, they tried to. I remember watching, it was like some, I think it was on MTV. It was like a documentary, like like MTV real life or some shit. And uh, some of sports sports talking how they're trying to fuck up. I mean, it was probably HBO, real sports. Had to have been something like that. And They cornered Scott Farrell. You know, Scott Farrell, a guy who talks like this. you the man. I'm the man. you the man. Uh, he's entertaining. I like Scott Farrell. Uh, but he, he said something. Like he said something like, "Yeah, Tim Biakabutu. He's always hurt. He's like he's never missed a game in his whole college career. He's like, oh, did I say that? Oh well. Who cares? It's a fucking radio show. I have to keep going. You do this anyway. But you're right. Whatever McCarthy I said was wrong. I do it. And I want to do that again. That was fun. Next, uh, after two more, three more bombs and I'll go over and, uh, read some of your comments again. Shout out to everyone who's here on the YouTube. I, I appreciate all you guys being here for it. Um, all right, let's move on to, this is a good game. I gotta get, this is a loaded one. This is a loaded one. So far we've given out Indianapolis plus 10 and a half Washington minus two and a half. Now we're going to the, probably the best game of the world is two great games. San Fran, Miami's a great one. We're not going to touch that one. Uh, even though I like San Fran, but I'm always involved with my, I can't, I can't be involved with any more Miami games, Cincinnati, Kansas city. Now this is a game. This is a fun game. Uh, Kansas city minus two seems really low. And I just just read Pat Mahomes never fucking lost like in November, December or something. something. Insane. I don't know if that's true, but anyway. Uh, Kansas City is getting—they're getting, getting cocky. They've always been cocky. I was saying, I'm kind of sick. Andy Reid—that was another. They were just—they were doing. They always do bits. Speaking of doing bits as a f- team, they have the best offense like ever. From the twenty all the way down to the other team's five yard line. And then as soon as they get to the five yard line or first and goal from the one, give me the one. Reed's like all right. Fuck it. Throw away this playbook. Let's <laughs> let's pull out that uh, circus playbook we oh, got. What's that? P- all of a sudden, it become PT Barnum. That's a good reference, right? PT Barnum. People still reference that. They did a play last week. I mean, granted, they were playing a ram, so it's like who cares? Anyone who wants to score. They did a double reverse throwback from like the five. It was like a reverse back to Mahomes, like back the thing, throw to the end zone, like flea flicker, which it's great on the 50 or something. Like even if you fool the defense, they have nowhere to go. They're just sitting there. So it was almost intercepted. <laughs> that's almost like you hit that button. Like, you know, if you're playing a video game and you hit it by accident on a one, like you, you hit punt from the three fuck and you drill it out of the stadium. <laughs> like shit. I didn't mean to hit that. I just did a double reverse throwback pass from the two yard line. Now that's what we called. We called go with it. Run. I want to see how you guys can execute it. See what happens. Andy Reed, he's in all those, uh, he's in the new state farm commercials. The woke from state farm. <laughs> That's what it's called, the Jake from state farm. People that complain, like I tell you, what, I kind of like the new, the, the different uh, Jake from state farm. They, you know, during the, uh, <laughs> during the black lives matter, that wash over where like, they just, sorry, Jake from state farm. You're fired. You're a white get out of here. And they just replaced him with this uh, handsome black guy. He's the new Jake. I love how they keep calling him Jake. Yeah, we like the people like this, Jake from State Farm. It's like saying it. So we're just gonna replace him with this guy. What I like about him is that he does nothing. He's just he's just there. He just smiles. Hey, I'm Jake. And so he makes all the celebrities like either it be Drake or fucking Andy Reid or Pat Mahomes, they gotta do all the heavy lifting in these commercials, which is rare. Usually the celebrity comes on and he's like, listen. I'll show up for the day. You do you do your clown antics, like Aaron Rodgers. He would show up. He'd have some guy out there yelling, "Rodgers, and a cheesehead!" And Jake would be doing, you know, jumping off a plane," you know. Rodgers wouldn't like, "What's going on?" You know. This guy just shows. This guy they got they got to impress him. This fucking dullard. So I respect him for that. I do like that. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is doing like a a mad TV audition. He's doing these ridiculous characters. (laughs) No one wants to see this. Nobody likes these commercials. Who are these things for? This is what we have to do. Yeah, boy. Welcome to State Farm. Mad TV audition. I threw that in there because they're not even SNL quality. Although we like mad TV. Shout out to Matt Bronger, famous mad TV alumni. (laughs) Famous for us. Although, uh, whatchamacallit? Who's the other guy? Ari Spears, right? He, he was on mad TV. He's gone crazy. He's fun. Remember you called out Lizzo for being fat. Then he defended himself by shooting a video from his back on bed with no shirt on. Then he just looked like Biggie Smalls, like with that car by God, that was funny. Oh, anyway. So Kansas city, how was this? Re- how was this a reference to the game? Who knows? It's going to be a great game. Uh, I, th- I believe the Bengals should be able to throw all over him. Oh, the chief safety, what was his name? Justin Reed. He talked shit, but it was kind of funny. He was like my dad. He just misspoke. He called out T. Higgins, said, we're going to shut T. Higgins down. <clears throat> but he meant Hayden Hurst, the tight end, because he's a safety, you know? But he had Tyler Higby in his mind because he, they just played the Rams. And he's a tight end for the Rams. So he's like, yeah, who's this new guy? Higgins? I mean, he said T. Higgins. And so that's a, they just ran with that. They didn't put And he even admitted, goes, oops, I misspoke. Sorry, I meant uh, Hayden Hurst. We're not, I'm not going to shut down T. Higgins. I can't do that. I'm a safety. But the media's like, oh, boy, bulletin board materials. <laughs> he's wet with it. I'm gonna. Then he's like, "Okay, what about the others? Goes, oh, we'll shut them all down. Fine." That's what, then he gave in. He's like, "Well, there's no going back. Fine. We're gonna shut them all down. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. How am I gonna do it? I'm a safety. Maybe I'll do the. Uh, tell you what. I've been watching a lot of World Cup. Maybe I can shut. Maybe I'll shut them down that way. I'll just say they're offsides if they get behind me. That's a good strategy. <laughs> what if football offsides was like soccer offsides? I love that soccer size. It was just happening now. Like I I still can't understand. It's, it's subjective. It's like, how about the defender plays defense? Just f- draw a line like hockey. So this would be, if, if it was, if it wasn't football, receiver goes by him, you know, uh, Travis Kelsey. Oh no, he's not Travis Kelsey. T Higgins. Why don't I just say T Higgins? I'm just a, T. Higgins blows by Justin Reed. Reed puts his arm up. Ref, Ref, did you see that? He went past me. He's not allowed to go past me. The ball's not there yet. Oh, no, there goes the ball. Yeah, no, he can't do that. He's behind me. I'll play defense, but as long as they stay in front of me, Ref, let's keep this thing fair. Am I supposed to be a defender and actually play defense? No, no. I defend what's in front of me. I don't backpedal. I don't run backwards. Matter of fact, if he's running this way, I'll run this way. Just so it's double offsides. Kansas City, Kansas City's like the viewing part. Speaking of World Cup, man, I have a really bad throat here. Um, bad throat. That was a good ska band, I think. Bad throat. Um, <laughs> yeah, the U.S. World Cup uh, viewing parties. Just that one bar in Kansas City. They keep showing. <laughs> I love forced viewing party. Viewing parties, when they show crowds, it's only good for when they lose. When they lose, it's great. I don't want to see them cheering and being there, eh, especially the American soccer because it seems forced. You can tell the networks like, "All right, we're gonna, we're all gonna go here. We're gonna tell this bar to open up." Remember the ESPN got caught doing that for uh, who was that gay uh, guy from who got drafted in front the Rams? I can't remember his name. Anyway. But we went to a gay bar. Like, you guys excited for uh I have to Google that. I can't I can't not remember his name. That'd be pretty that's pretty bad. That's why I need a producer to help me out. <laughs> and this is gonna be a fun gay search. Gay search, Google search. But I am gonna put gay NFL player drafted. This is because this is great because uh Michael Sam. Thank you. Thank you, Google. Because you guys probably all knew that. Um so when Michael Sam was getting drafted, but he had a felony, ESPN's like, just goes to a gay bar. So are you guys excited for Michael Sam? They're like what? No. What are you talking about? Well, it's going to be a first-gay player getting drafted. So we're going to we're going to act like you guys give a shit about this and we're going to force you to in there. So they did. And then they, it's, it's kind of funny. They're showing this game like, yeah, like it was a big move for. Them. No, this is a big moment for you guys. We're telling you this. ESPN is telling you this is a big moment. Anyway, so because of all that, because Kansas city was going to be all at that bar shenanigans down the square hucksters. No, not that. And the and that bulletin board material that Justin Reed gave and Andy Reed's PT Barnum, man, my references are so bad. We're going to go with Cincinnati plus two, which we we're going to hook or not plus two versus Kansas city, Cincinnati Bengals detonate it. Look at that. All right Now let's move on to oh, this game. We had to get to this game. I don't even like, but the bit is the bit <laughs> and that is Houston versus Cleveland. This is the game. This is the game that uh, conspiracy theorists love. So this is what we got to do so since we're talking Kyrie Irving. Anyway, we got to get into this. The um, Sean Watson returning. First game back. And of course it's at Houston where he came from, where he destroyed all the massage therapists in the greater Houston area. 30 to 50, 10 of them are going to be at this game. So it's just called people are billing as the (laughs) Cleveland, just the Deshaun Watson revenge game, revenge game. Jesus just quiet. All the haters. Yeah. They're not haters. They're sexual assault victims. Kind of a difference. They're fine with your football game. They're not trying. they're not saying you can't throw it. Actually, everyone says you can you're a good quarterback. No one says that. What they hate on Deshaun is your multiple sexual assaults. God. It's uh not easy not fun to laugh at, obviously. But it's just it's just so surreal that it's happening here. And it's it scumbag aside on this guy, um what a weird thing that he did, too. Just getting Like 30 to 40 separate massage therapists going and going for the inappropriate happy ending every time. Like, okay, if that's your thing, uh, pay someone that'll, I mean, you can find those services. I'm sure. Especially you, you have a hundred million dollars in Houston. Go find someone that'll do it for you. Have someone else find it for you. Put on the payroll, but he just doesn't know. I don't doesn't, doesn't work for me unless they don't want to do it. <laughs> it's like uh I remember doing the Bill Cosby thing. Like some of those some of the uh women that came out and said, like, listen, I was just I told him like, like, I'm your girlfriend, I'll do whatever you want. I don't care. But he's like, Nope, you gotta be knocked out for me to like it. And he's just, he just loves knocking people out. So Watson loves doing uh what the fuck it says. I mean, good God. So those 10 girls, 10 girls, women, pff, Jesus. This is going to get more problematic as I keep going <laughs> in the box, obviously. But he's t- uh 10 women are coming to the game. That was a big thing. They're going to be there to sh- make their voices heard, which is cool. I think Houston should go all out. Have them honorary captains. Have them flip the coin. Have them on, play them on defense. The first play. That'll freak them out. Imagine <laughs> that. Should- <laughs> Watson lines up an entire fucking defense of what was that movie? Flatliners with Billy Baldwin uh, had all the ghosts of all the girls. He took advantage of come back to him. Um, Yeah, that's Texas. I mean, can't be worse than Texans defense, right? Throw those 10 victims out, 10, 10, victims. Bring them all. Bring all, bring all 50 of them out there. Fucking 56 man, 56 man roster of Houston Texans switch to all victims of Deshaun Watson sexual assault for Cleveland Browns. So, good for Cleveland Browns. I saw a TikTok that was a conspiracy theory. I like to throw these bottom line bombs on the uh, picks, pick list, you know, whatever TikToks and try to promote it. So then I get in a rabbit hole of other NFL picks. I'm like, Who's getting views? This one TikTok got like 100 million views or whatever. And he act like it was a conspiracy theory. He goes, I'm going to prove to you why NFL is rigged. Like the Browns just beat the GOAT, Tom Brady. And now they're going to Houston with Sean Watson. They're going to lose. What? First of all, the, the Buccaneers are like have like four wins, five wins, whatever. But that's what people like. That's what people like. They like the fucking quick TikToks and bad camera angles. And that's what comedy is. Moms that can edit. God damn it. Had I miss out on that? No, nah, I'm more relevant than anyway, I know. I got to get out of this game. I can't even talk about it more, uh, but we're going to But speaking of conspiracy. We're going to take Houston plus seven, even though they're the worst team in football. And I hate this pick, but we have to talk about it because when else we're going to talk about Deshaun Watson's return? I don't think Deshaun Watson's going to be good anyway. At. How can he be? He's going to be tight. Can't get He's got his muscles are going to be tight. I'll tell you that much. He can't get a good massage in that town again. He burnt those bridges. This is bad. I need to get out of here. All right, let's just do it. Houston plus seven for all the chiropractors out there. What's the time we're looking at here? What have we been doing bomb wise? Let me take it real quick. So right now we have four bombs we've given out. No, forty three minutes. I gotta hurry up. We gave up uh Indianapolis plus ten and a half because of Jerry Jones. The vampire hunter racist is Costa- Eric Costa said. Hilarious. Washington minus two and a half because they're rallying around hating Carson Wentz. Cincinnati plus two because Andy Reid is too busy doing commercials and throwing circus plays out the goal line. Houston plus seven because they're going to start the entire victimless of Deshaun Watson on defense or at least honorary captains. I like that. And uh, let's go into the final game. Jacksonville at Detroit. What is that line? Minus one. We're using the circuit contest lines, by the way. I want to, uh, <laughs> I want to read, I want to do this bomb. And then I'm going to do another great moment where I'm going to come around the table and read some of your favorite comments here on YouTube. Uh, this, is, this is all over the place. If you like what you're seeing here, by the way, the show after this on the sports game podcast network is Sean green and uh, Ryan Kramer. They do their props show. And I'm going to be a guest on that. I'm going to finally get to the big table. I get out of the box and with other humans, I get to interact. You believe it? Probably a lot of the same jokes. I'll force them on there. They're going to hate it because they want picks. And I'm just going to force my bits on there. I'm going to do that T Higgins bit for sure. (laughs) Anyway, we got Jacksonville at Detroit this is a good game. Two hot, te- two hot, terrible teams. This is rare, both teams are terrible, but yet they're hot and kind of playing. Well, uh, Jacksonville minus one at Detroit. Detroit's been playing real good. Uh, speaking of rallying around Hayden Carson Wentz for Washington, Jacksonville <clears throat> is finally getting to the groove where they're rallying around not having urban Meyer as a coach. They had a great win last week versus Baltimore. Uh, Trevor Lawrence led him down the field. <clears throat> and their safety, uh, what's his name? Andrew Wingard. He was hilarious. He's like, I just feel great. I feel so great for Trevor. Because he doesn't have to deal with Urban Meyer. That's what he said. He's like, Doug Peterson, I'd run through a wall. I'd die. He goes, I would die for Doug Peterson. Because he's not Urban Meyer. <laughs> Doug Peterson doesn't uh motivate anyone to run through a wall. It's not his style. But because you're not Urban Meyer, I will run, I will run through that wall. So that's uh, kind of a genius move by Peterson and these Jaguars by not being Urban Meyer. He's like, I don't think he had a rookie year. They're four and seven. But Urban Meyer is two and eleven, so they think he's the coach of the year. He's genius. Uh that's how bad Urban Meyer was. though. Let's not forget. I kind I'm bringing this up cuz it is fun to v- reminisce about Urban Meyer last year as the coach of the Jaguars and how bad he was. Besides him not flying home on the plane and fucking fingering a co-ed at a bar or something whatever the hell he was doing. Um he was just a psychopath. He kicked his kicker, from, he kicked his leg out. He got to make some kicks and he kicked his leg out from him and he yelled all his coaches that he hired and called them all losers. He was fucking crazy. He was horrible. He was so bad. He's a college coach in with the pros, which didn't work. He's just screaming how he's a winner or losers. He gets run out because he's one of the worst failures of all time. And I just love how then he just goes back to TV like nothing happened. That's how corrupt college football is. You can do whatever you want. I'm just going to step out. I'll be right back, guys. NCAA football here. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll go ahead and lose all my credibility, and you guys won't notice or care. Could you all fucking love Alabama? How corrupt is the NCAA, by the way? If Alabama ranks six, they cannot wait to get, if you follow the I know it's NFL show, but they can't wait to get TCU out of those playoffs and get Alabama. If Alabama hasn't beat anyone. They make up things. Well, TCU didn't have game control. What the hell is game control? Eh, they were losing a lot in those games Then they won. Yeah, isn't that the point to win? Mm, sometimes, sure, sure, yeah. Not in this case though. Not when it's a school that doesn't get ratings, and we don't like TCO. so we're gonna make something up called game control. TCU's undefeated, and they got the luck. They they get to play in a conference championship game. Same with USC. They both these the teams shouldn't play the game at all. They should just sit. Everyone say why? What's the point? You can only lo- you can only lose and get out. Meanwhile, Ohio State, Alabama, you guys sit home. You don't play anyone. We'll we'll talk to you. We'll talk to you next week. We'll get you. Don't worry. We'll get you in. The committee guys actually said that after the first four, like Final Four, whatever came out, and they said, "So that's it." Ah, this is the playoffs? Guy goes, "Well, we'll see." I mean, <laughs> we're throwing us out there for you guys just to, you know, cool some heads down. But eh, we're working on some things. So bad. Zerbin so Meyer just. <laughs> I just love her. When I go back on TV. Like nothing happened. Where were you? Where, where'd you go? Urban? Weren't you? Weren't you just here doing an analysis? Yeah. <laughs> I had to sneak off to Florida real quick and completely <laughs> burn my reputation and be the worst coach of all time. Just for, you know, how I lie constantly. Everybody said I was just stepping out to uh, see my daughter off to college. Yeah. That was a lie. I actually coached the Jacksonville Jaguars last year. Yeah. You wouldn't notice it. You wouldn't know, but yeah, no, I was terrible, terrible. I know I said, I I did see my daughter. I did stop by. I think she goes to university of Florida. I'm not sure. Anyway, I'm back. What's going on? (laughs) Did we get Alabama back in there yet? Um, So anyway, that's how happy Jacksonville is. Not to have that man as their coach. So they go to Detroit. Should be a lot of points, obviously scored Detroit. uh, He were like, yeah, Detroit's been at home since Thanksgiving. Like that's a good thing. That's not a good thing for normal teams. Yeah. You get a lot of rest, but they were in Detroit this entire time. So that's not going to help them. And it's not going to help us. We're going to take Jacksonville minus one for no longer having urban Myers, a coach as a rallying point. Let's detonate it. There we go. All right, I am CJ Sullivan. This is the Bottom Line Bombs. Thank you, everyone who's joining us on YouTube. I'm going to go around real quick, see a couple more comments, and then I'm going to do a Man in the Box segment. Matter of fact, we're going to put it in the Man in the Box video for you. Take off the cans, and I'll be right back. Still yelling into the microphone this is my favorite. This is my my new favorite segment of the show. Uh, leaving, <laughs> they say never leave an empty stage. Yeah, you on know, no, show business. This is exactly what I'm doing. The Ghost Mike. The Ghost Mike Hollering. Mike Holleran. Shout out to Mike Holleran, H-Bomb. Um, so I want to go read your comments. The man in the box. Could you hear all that? Probably not. That's not how microphones work, right? They have to be in front of your mouth. You can't just scream in the, the box. To go through them, Chase Bentley said he'll produce. Thank you, Chase. But it's kind of the magic of the show. Me being in a box by myself, that's how my brain deteriorates and goes into a spiral madness of dementia. Uh, Erica Costa wants to know if Cleveland wins, does that mean he's innocent and all the victims have to apologize? I can, I can see Rusty Harden sneaking out in there. Um, and Ken Barnard said comedy is moms. You can edit podcasts or dads. You can edit pretty good. Pretty good stuff by you guys. My loyal bottom line bomb listeners, I love it. All right, let's recap the uh, five bottom line bombs, and then we'll do a man in a box segment. We uh, <sighs> this is a World Cup. What were the bombs? Okay, Indianapolis plus ten and a half, Washington minus two and a half, Cincinnati plus two, Houston plus seven, and Jacksonville minus one. Um, all right. Yeah, it's weird when I say this is the man in the box seven because the man in the box is supposed to be more natural, more kind of coming out of me, ranting in a box. That's how that was how it originated. It was me screaming about Mike Vrabel or something, and then having a existential moment like, "What am I doing? Why am I screaming in this box by myself?" But that's my life now. Pretty alone. It's all right. Everyone's alone. Posting their Spotify palooza list. That's a big thing online now. Spotify likes telling you what you listen to during the year. Speaking of Chase, Chase had a funny one. It was all about ASMR, sleeping, and kids shit. Uh, So they put like like it's a music fest. It's all your albums. I don't like. First of all, it's annoying. Anything that everyone does isn't anything everyone all does at the same time automatically becomes annoying within like an hour online. So everyone's already making fun of it. But I don't like Spotify playlists Anyways to begin with Because Spotify playlists And or whatever They're who you They're who you want people to think you are You know what I mean Like oh yeah The sharing playlist Here's my cool Like you're making a mixtape Look how cool I am with these bands And that's who you want people to think you are Your Shazam list on the other hand That's who you really are You know That's who you're meant to be. That's like your porn browser history. Let me see what you're really into. But Shazam, that's the truth. You like it, you hear it, you fucking bang it, bang. Show that palooza list. Shazam palooza. It's not going to be pretty, I'll tell you that. You can manipulate the Spotify's. You're not that cool. Uh, Anyway, speaking of music... (laughs) I watched a Phil Spector documentary on Showtime. I just got Showtime stars and epics. Every, of course, the Black Friday sales. That's the only thing I got on Black Friday or Cyber Mondays is the streaming services for like 99 cents for like three months. I do it. That's my favorite thing. My phone calendar, actually. If you look at the calendar app on my phone, all it is is dates when to cancel my free trial subscriptions for streaming services. So I'm not paying 9.99 for stars. That's outrageous to watch Almost Famous again. Uh, but so now I'm getting into it. Now I watch. Now I got to watch. And if I get into a series, I got to finish it. That killed me with the Apple TV. Actually, I had Apple TV free trial subscription, and I watched that show Blackbird, which was uh, who's good. It was fine, but it um my subscription ended right before the final episode, which was literally the only episode you needed to see. It was the best episode by far, better than all the other ones combined, and it wrapped everything up. And my man Richard Jewell, Paul, whatever, was uh, he was great. In it. Elton John, Tegan, Ciarán, whatever, he's good too. He's good. It was a good show. But my thing, what point was my trial subscription ended before that last episode, so it took me like four months to watch it somewhere else. I'm never in a rush to find. Him. I'm like, eh, it'll come across, and it did. And I came across. It, it was good. Uh, anyway, so I have Phil, I watched the Phil Spector. I I, I recommend this one. <coughs> Phil Spector, of course, famous music producer, did all the Motown shit. Killed a woman. He had the crazy hair. He just looked crazy, you know. And that's all I remember from the trial. I'm like, ah, oh, this crazy old music producer didn't really get into it. But now the documentary got me into it. I mean, it, it's fine. He's just got those crazy. He had those crazy wigs and eyes. Remember he has those crazy, his wigs. He looked like, he looked like a different eighties woman's tennis player every day. Like he switches wig. he had a Martina Navratilova look. He had an 82 Chrissy Everett look, a (laughs) Capriati. Then he had the Afro to one time. Like he's just fucking, he was just, he just looks crazy. Like the Robert Durst kind of crazy. Like this separate and eyes. So his story was, if you didn't know, he was just he was a madman. Uh he was a drunk. He drank uh just old Hollywood drink. He drank, what was he? He was at so that night he was at a tiki bar, Trader Vic's and a couple other places. He drank Navy grog's. Chase, the bartender, knows what he probably doesn't even know a navy grog is. I didn't know how to look it up. It's a rum drink. It's like three different rums. It's like a multi, a multi-rum drink, navy grogs. They don't even serve them anymore. Mainly because he killed a woman (laughs) after drinking Navy grogs. But it's in Wikipedia. Rumored to have a Navy grog or two. Who's serving this guy multiple Navy grogs? Who knows how to make them? He was 10 years on the wagon, he said. Then that night, he started knocking back Navy grogs. They say that, and I kind of fear that because I'm also on the wagon. I haven't drank in uh, over two years. Two years, a couple months. And they say... People are like, ah, do you want to, you know, do you have the urge to drink? I'm like, yeah, I do. But I also feel, I also feel like I'll probably die if I did only because I'll be so bad at it now, you know, although I have pretty much, I have good experience with that. I'm sure i would be fine. Bartenders do say that they say the worst, the worst customers are ever are the people who like get back off the wagon and they make an announcement like, oh, it's been five years when I had my first drink. Like, oh, great. You're gonna make a 16 year old girl. Then you're gonna be a fucking puddle. They're the worst. Anyway, this is this is what Phil Spector was. So he had some navy grogs. What what I liked about it, so it's a it's a classic like uh Hollywood case where this rich fucking privileged guy c- celebrity just kills someone and just thinks, eh, they're not gonna convict me. I'm a celebrity, you know. He brought this waitress back from uh she was a she worked at House of Blues. Well, his 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 night sounded awful. Trader Vic's House of Blues. He had a different waitresses, I kept believing. So anyway, he brought this brought this woman back, uh, Shot her. Killed her because he's crazy. And his defense was that she killed herself. I I never realized that. That's what he came up with. And I get you need a defense. Yeah, she killed herself. What? What? What happened? This waitress from House of Blues who you just met went to your house and then decided to commit suicide. Why? Were you playing... uh were you playing the uh, Ramones albums you produced for or something? Um, <laughs> so, so some of her defense is kind of hilarious. Yeah, it makes sense. Sure. Sure. She did that. The limo driver, uh, he heard him say, oh God, I just killed someone. You know, like those guys, like, like, oh boy, that wasn't good. I just, I just killed somebody. So he calls the cops and he's like, yeah, I think my boss just killed someone. Why do you, why do you think that? Because he's, that's what he said. Okay. And there's a dead person there. So on a witness stand, they try to say that he has an accent. He spoke Portuguese. So sort they're of like, okay, maybe you misheard him. Maybe you maybe maybe you misheard someone die. Someone got killed, not I killed someone. You speak with an accent. You don't know. That's what that's what they were saying. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I speak with an accent. I don't hear it, an accent. Like I I can hear things. What are you talking about? You know, having an accent means I know multiple languages, right? Yeah, but. Juries don't know that juries are racist, and it kind of worked. He got off the first time. They had this old do- <laughs> this old doctor they had up there was great for the defense. Like what? He was a doctor, like, apparently. I don't know. The defense just threw anyone up there. There's a lot of glitz and glamour. Like why would she kill? Why would she kill herself? This makes no sense. He's like, eh? financial, obviously. She was afraid of getting evicted. She was an actress, and she was forty. <laughs> you know how that goes. A forty-year-old actress in L.A. Not good. Not to be sexist or anything. And he looked like a fucking slob. He looked like, but he's a doctor. Are you a doctor? Yeah, but I'm an L.A. doctor. Trust me, I know these things. Like my this is, half of my patients are people freaking out about being too old to act. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they even played. They even played a sizzle reel from her. I mean, she was a B movie actress, whatever. But they played a sizzle reel from her to show how bad she was at acting. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane, and it worked. The jury's like, "Oh God, she was never gonna be it." I would kill myself too if I was in, if I was in these alien movies like she is. So he got off on a mistrial because the shit was so absurd. Then he finally got convicted and he died in jail of COVID. The second one, the second time around, was hilarious. He didn't even hire these lawyers. He's like, I it was, I'm, he was out of money at that point. So he's got his one lawyer, I like, And he, he literally said this as a defense. This is why I love this fucking thing. He goes, can we just play my songs, you know, to the jury? And they understand like, you know, not that I deserve that. She deserved to die, but I, I got a free pass, right? Are you hearing these songs? And uh, they're like, no, we can't do that. And I think that's actually not relevant. Like, the judge actually had to make a decision. If playing Phil Spector's catalog was relevant <laughs> to him murdering his waitress. And to be honest with you, uh, you have to listen to his songs. He's he's kind of, he's got a point. They're fucking hits. Specter makes some fucking, be my baby. the uh, And then he kissed me. All those Goodfellas songs when he's going through the kitchen. And then he kissed me. I mean, they're fucking amazing. It's amazing pop songs with like full orchestras. Like, all right. I'm not saying you get a free pass to kill someone, but a DUI. Oh, if you if you DUI'd someone, we would allow that. But you can't just shoot someone. And you're, eh, those songs are good though; they're timeless. It's so weird. Maybe Scorsese knew it. that's why I put them in there. The murders. Um, but I like that as a defense, uh, Your Honor. I'm going to defend myself. Okay. And hit play, uh, Exhibit A. Is the remote not the yeah he did it was weird he talked he produced the Ramones and the Rones like they asked him to do it I'm like yeah this was a mistake you you haven't made a hit since 1955 or 65 The do run run I mean a do run run that's a hit the do run run I guess that meant having sex in the 50s in the 50s you couldn't you couldn't just straight up say you couldn't be as dirty as you are now as songs are now you know you couldn't do whap in the 50s. You know, you make up terms like the bit, bop, boo, and we're having sex in polyester suits. The do, run, run, run. Yeah, that means sex. Oh, all right. That's a hit. You can kill someone 30 years later. Phil Spector, get into it. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't know why that was a man in a box. It wasn't quite. Oh, it started off with the Spotify. That's what happened. Anyway. Um... All right. That's going to pretty much do it for the bottom line bombs. What what, what are we looking at clock? Oh man, we went real long. I'm sorry guys. Thank you guys for coming in for YouTube. Um, Follow me on Instagram. See this almost taken. Um, My other podcast, the blackout diaries. Check that out. What I do with Sean Flannery, hilarious drinking storytelling show this week. We have Brooks wheeling on who tells a great story about getting drunk and uh, running his mouth, how he could run a marathon, how it was easy. And, uh, So the guy bet him, all right, 500 bucks, you can do it tomorrow and beat Oprah's time. And he did it. It was in GQ because during the pandemic. So Uh, I love that. I love talking shit Then getting called out for it. And then he did it. Anyway, do that. Um, All right. So this is it. Good luck to everyone. Enjoy. (laughs) My favorite thing: enjoy the games. That's what people say. That's what Mike Greenberg will tell you to do. Enjoy the games out there, everybody. Thanks. Thanks for allowing me to enjoy the games. Anyway, this is just on bottom line bomb. Stay tuned uh, for the for the prop show I'm going to do with the with the head honchos, and play that commercialized techno music that we got through the system.